Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome back. Thanks for joining us again as we see if we won the lotto. The lotto? $242 Fingers crossed for us. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly, and I did not. (laughs) I'm John, and we haven't bought a ticket. That's why. (laughs) Can't you just let me do a thing? Well, your thing was kind of weird. By the time this episode comes out, we might have won the lotto. And then we'll have better equipment for podcasting. Perhaps. <laughs> we could get we could Please. build our this, own studio. This episode is sponsored by us because we have money now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We won't though. No, we won't get better equipment. Play, Probably so. not. <laughs> I play. You do? Whenever I'm by the machine, I I'll throw some money in now. Uh, I'll co- throw a couple shekels. To the to the Mega Millions. No, sorry. Go ahead with your note. Each, Each of one us of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. That are not dog trash. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on, on the, the podcast, podcast is, is Tony's <laughs> pick, fucking colossal. Damn, Tony. <laughs> He's really excited about this. <laughs> well done, Antonio. Oh, man. Is he, right. Was he drinking? No, I wish. No. <laughs> you want some? I, you know, we're all he just did a bunch have a giant thing of lemonade, I so know. it's hard I to tell. I drove, so Whoa. he could have been drinking for the last three hours while we've been here. <laughs> we don't know. We've got a bunch of stuff. It's all yours. You leave here. But. That's true. <laughs> so you never, you know. All right, so colossal. Please don't put your hands over your mouth. 2016. This came out in 2016. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, most people did. I did. But we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> Rod Tomatoes gives it 80%. Wow. IMDb gives it 6.2. Out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it didn't have a meta score like 70? No. It cost $15 million to make, and it made 4.7. 15 to make? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It didn't even make a third. Where did all the money go? Probably Anne Hathaway the monsters. and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> monsters were, were really... Monsters. Mm. Well, they had to do something for them. That looked like it a guy in a rubber free. suit. <laughs> looked like a dude in a rubber suit. But they suit. did have to make a rubber suit. I don't know what the going rate And they had to do the CGI is. to make it so much bigger than everything else. They probably just made little buildings. Oh, maybe. <laughs> and then they had to destroy the little Anyways, buildings. it cost a lot of money whether they made it that way or not. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know the going maybe rate on the, big rubber suits. <laughs> maybe they went to Korea and filmed on location. You don't know. Mm. I don't think Seoul let them destroy buildings like that. But we're going to get to that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Sure, they had to go there for B-roll. Tony? So this was directed by Nacho Villagalando. Great name. Mm-hmm. What you else has he, he done? He did a movie called Extraterrestrial. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. And some time movie that apparently is really good. Back to the Future? Never saw it. No, it's new. This movie stars Anne Hathaway. Never heard of her. She was in uh, Les Mis. Uh, Batman, Dark Knight Rises. What's that movie that you love? What she's in? Inst- the Devil Insta- Wears Prada. That's it. She's great in that. She's not great in that. That's not underappreciated, <laughs> but you would really like it. It's crap. 
It's really good. It's spoiler alert. In this alert. case, John, no offense, I have to go with it's got, Lane says. It's got Stanley Tucci in it. When there's girly All movies, right. your opinion doesn't matter. Look, <laughs> spoiler alert. My favorite Stars. character is Stanley Tucci. My least favorite character is Anne Hathaway. My favorite line doesn't exist. I give it a big fucking name. <laughs> it's got um, uh, Meryl Streep in it and Stanley Tucci. Oh, my favorite it's tertiary object is um, uh, Anne Hathaway, too, because mm. she's just it's fucking pointless. It's not Meryl Streep's fur coat because that's mine no it's gonna be the new harry potter book okay oh yeah that's a good one thanks i've seen it a couple times sorry you know that (laughs) someone makes you watch that festering turd of a film it's real good (laughs) so anyways jason sudeikis is in this movie from snl we're the millers horrible bosses and being married to what's her name (laughs) that's why he's famous uh what's the name of the girl from um we're gonna house No, we're gonna let you work this out. I don't Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. No, nope. I don't know. We're but gonna I... let him work that one out. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert! I never thought he was a very good actor until I saw this movie. Well, and, yay uh, for Elaine. I've seen him in a lot of stuff recently. He's he's getting some work. I got some reviews from like oh, Netflix and reviews. Amazon because the movies that are just released on there. He's mm-hmm. in quite a few. Mm. You're not gonna say who Garth and Joel are. You're not mm. put that down. What's his name? Austin Stowell is from Bridge of Spies and Whiplash. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't have one for. Uh, I'm with him as always as Garth. You didn't even look. Garth is a really. Garth good is name. from Green Lantern. Is the only thing I remember from. He was terrible in it. Yeah, he was. Everybody was um, terrible. I never saw that. That's not true. The big fist that he made in that was like excellent. That's true. Excellent. And the Hot Wheels ramp. Oh yeah, the Hot Wheels ramp was a top shelf. Mm-hmm. And maybe those um the tank. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, him yeah. too. He was in Oh Brother, We're Out There. Oh, yeah. He was Dr. Allen in the Fantastic Four movie from 2015. Wow. The new one, that movie sucked so bad. Blocked it out of my mind. And I love Michael B. Jordan. Let me tell you, Creed 2, we're going to see that Thanksgiving Day. Looks good. All right, well, we're going to do the reviews. But I heard it was good. You may. My birthday's coming up. Well, I'm (laughs) there. All right, first one by Kevin Williams. Super Reviewer. Super Reviewer. In a very interesting mix, there are two films here. One is the typical sci-fi about a woman who discovers that she has a very strange power, and the other one is at the same time she realizes a terribly humiliating weakness for abuse. It'll be for you to decide which of the stories carries more weight, but I thought the resolution was Sako. Sako? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, The other review is, and that was four stars. All right, four out, other, of, four out of four out of ten. four confusing stars. <laughs> this one's from April April T. April T. While the acting was great, and I'm always up for a weird storyline, this movie, well, this movie was a terrible waste of my time. <laughs> it didn't make any sense at all. I mean, obviously the storyline of the monster doesn't make any real life sense, but even the rest of the story made no sense. <laughs> uh, hold on, wait. This is the first one. Was the good one? Yeah. This is one, <laughs> one star. Okay, and the other one was four. Yeah, mm-hmm. out of ten. No, out of, out of five. five. Oh. All right, what did you think okay. going in, Carly? All right. I heard about this film because it was released here, you said 2016, I thought it was 2017, because it was after I started the Instagram page for the podcast. Oh, okay, it great. popped up on, like, all the other movie podcasts and review YouTube shows and stuff were all posting about it on Instagram and yeah. they were all over the moon about it so all I over was the like, moon and we we watched it back then but I didn't see the whole thing I came in in the middle so oh, <laughs> so I was pretty excited to watch it again and see the whole thing you were excited to figure out how you got there 
Yeah, because I, I had a lot of questions when I started in the middle. <laughs> Do you still have a lot of questions? Were those questions answered? I didn't, honestly, I didn't realize how late into the movie I came until we watched it from the beginning, and I was like, I didn't see any, like the whole first <laughs> She caught the last ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lainey. Okay, so I had never seen this movie, but I had heard of it because this is one of those movies that made I'm in a lot of different uh, movie podcast groups on Facebook, and this is a movie that made the rounds with the movie nerds that were like, oh my God, this movie is so great. You have to go see this movie. Nobody ever talks about this movie. It's one of those weird indie movies that's winning film festivals and it's so, oh my God. And they talked about the twist so I knew what was happening already. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like anything I ever want to watch. (laughs) So uh, I never did it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So, you know, and now here we are. So Further thoughts at the end. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked, Tony. I think I have room in my back for a knife. One more knife, one if more. you want to. Uh... All right, well, well, I first thought, I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. But if my man that's Tony every, says we should, says. then I'll give it a woo. So I and that need was to it. pull the knife out of your back, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll get there. All right. So the synopsis. The story centers around Gloria, an unemployed young writer who unwittingly causes a giant monster to wreak havoc across uh, Korea. It's a hell of a synopsis. Yeah. Um, so our movie starts out with a small toy doll sitting on the grass. A young Korean girl is searching around and finds it, but behind her a huge monster stomps through the city. I guess a kaiju? I don't know if this counts as one of those. A uh, monster turns around looks at her, and then it goes black as she screams. And we get a 25 years later jump. I don't know, but I was really hoping it was Ryuk at that point. Ryuk, what's his name? Ryuk. <laughs> Ryuk? Yeah, I think Ryuk. I was hoping it was Ryuk. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, he's back. That's not him? <laughs> Shit. He wasn't that big. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and listen to our Death Note episode. Good episode. Mm-hmm. That was a great episode. It's doing well. Yeah. Okay. So we get a city shot moving through New York. Uh, we see Gloria come home to an angry boyfriend. Uh, he seems to be kind of wait, waiting for her. And... Uh, this doesn't seem to be the first time she's pulled this. Mm-hmm. He's upset because she's lost her job and just continues to go out with her friends and pretty much drink every night. He's supporting her. And then he, she, she lies about it. She shows up in the morning and lies <laughs> about Did where anybody she's else immediately hate her right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, she comes in drunk after being out all night not calling. And, Obviously and just, makes up this bullshit story. And lies uh-huh. right to his face. I'm like, I hate her already. Yeah. Spoiler, of, at this point, she's my least favorite character. Well, <laughs> one one minute in the movie. There's he, only John's, a couple. Th- there was the, but you're a Tim fan. You totally agree with him. <laughs> there was the weird monster, the little girl, the doll. <laughs> the mom. <laughs> the mom. Tim and her. And she was not what even close. She was my least favorite character at this point. <laughs> Wasn't even close to the monster. No. Monster was like, oh, that's weird. Well, uh, he gets fed up and kicks her out. And he even packed her stuff. Told her she could keep the luggage. Well, she didn't show up all night, so. Yeah. And this is not the first time. Nope. If you're supporting somebody who lost their job and they keep staying out all night and coming home drunk, eventually Off you pack doing, up their shit. Yeah. Out doing God <laughs> I, knows what, you're out there. I don't know mm-hmm. if I would have even said, I'm going to work, be gone when I get back, because some people would then do crazy shit to your house while you were gone. <laughs> you mean like this idiot? I'd be like, all right, I'm going to need you to give... Come home and you don't have any stuff left or something? Give me your key. <laughs> give me your key. Get your she shit. She did leave it on the shelf right when she came in, so... Get your well, shit. Come on. Tim goes to work and uh, 
Gloria sits in a bit of a shocked fugue state, and all of her friends come in and just start hanging out. Oh my God, where's the outlet? I gotta charge my phone. This dumbass can't find an outlet. <laughs> I guarantee you, I go to anybody's house and find the outlet. That's, but that just, I think, emphasizes the point that these are not her friends. These are just random drunk people she met at the bar. Yeah, and they've been sitting outside waiting for him to leave so they could yeah, come in so and be. So they plan this. So she's a terrible person who's gonna come in, lie to her boyfriend, have a bunch of people come in, mm-hmm. and eat his yeah. apples. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who steals the man's apples? Man, that's just some that's, that's some fucked up. Well, we cut to Gloria with her stuff, getting out of a cab. Uh, she goes into an empty house that seems no one is living in for a long time. But the power's on. Yeah, power's on. And the pool's not in bad condition. No. No cover it's on it. It's dirty. It's got leaves, that's it. That's yeah. not dirty. She has trouble sleeping on her suitcases and floor, so she goes to a, a local store, some kind of local store, and buys a... Uh, a something, uh, we don't know flight. yet. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pillow at first, but it ends up being... A, I thought it was... A sack of beer. <laughs> wow. Because all I know about her is she's drunk. Yeah. So she comes out with this big sack, and it's a giant square, and I thought it was four cases of beer. <laughs> Damn. That's a lot of drinking. And I don't know why I thought Tiny Ann Hathaway could carry four cases of beer, <laughs> but I was really like, is she that is a Catwoman. bunch of beer? Um, on her walk home, she uh, comes across an old friend, Oscar. Oscar drives by and just knows it's somebody that he went to elementary school with. Yeah. If I don't see somebody from elementary school and they drive by, no idea. Now, I have a question for you. Small town, mm-hmm. New Hampshire, I think. That's what they yeah. say. So, yeah. you've lived here your whole life, and then you see this random chick you've never seen before. That you get the impression that he knows everybody in the town. Well, yeah. we you find out You see this random chick it. you don't know, mm-hmm. and you don't go, who the fuck is that, and what the hell is she carrying? <laughs> like, you're not even a little curious. <laughs> you, but, stop rolling <laughs> That beer... <laughs> You're very strong. They do want to come to my bar. I sell that. You don't have to hoist it around. What doesn't make sense is they talk about how they knew each other in elementary school, but yet her parents still have this house in town that they obviously rent out, Mm -hmm. and his parents had a key to her parents' house, so they were obviously friends. Mm -hmm. So it seems like maybe you knew them a little bit. Even if her and her family moved in elementary school, they still seem to be friends with his parents. Yeah. So well, I feel like they probably would have... They are dead, and the mother died while she was there. Yes, yeah. yeah, but we'll I feel that. like they yeah. probably would have seen each other over the years more. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense that he recognized her. Mm, okay. At least maybe he hasn't seen a picture of her in ten years. For but... a plot device, we're going to allow it. Well, uh, she lies to him and says she's on vacation. Because she's a dirty, ugly liar. And he suggests <laughs> that they should hang out. Like, right now. He's like, hey, what are you doing? You want to hang out? It's like, sure. Why not? Um, and she climbs in a stranger's truck like a dumbass. Yeah. That's, that's not on the good bad well, scale. Well, just like bad. you just said, her family was friends. I know. <laughs> but it's not a stranger. Stranger like, danger. You don't know him from a can no, of paint. she doesn't stranger know him danger. well, but... Not, that guy can be Buffalo same. Bill. It rubs the lotion on and gets the hose again. That's how that shit happens. You get in the truck with strange guys. <laughs> So Oscar, I'm not saying it was a good idea. I'm just saying it's not a stranger. <laughs> you're going to be in a skin suit. Fuck around. <laughs> Oscar takes Gloria to his bar. His parents passed away, and, you know, so it's his now. He explains the layout, but Gloria's transfixed at first, staring at the liquor. Uh, she also has a nervous tick. She scratches the top of her head whenever she gets upset or anxious. Mm. She meets a couple of Oscar's friends, Joel and Garth, and shares a PBR with them. We find only out. one to get a blue ribbon. 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like PBR maybe had given them some money because every time he puts down a beer, it's always a PBR and they always show the label. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Probably then. Well, he's the only beer that got a blue ribbon. I might have mm-hmm. mentioned that earlier. Uh, we find that uh, Oscar's closed off part of the bar because he couldn't afford to charge to change it over to the new theme or whatever. The western motif. It used to yeah. be a country western bar and now it's more of a modern contemporary bar. But she remembers what the bar used to look like. Yeah. She'd been there before. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Garth and Os- Oscar talk off in the corner and uh, Joel and Gloria chat for a little bit. She tells Joel um, she thinks he's attractive pretty much. She says, what's your name? Joel. They never tell you who the cute guys are or something like they that. They never yeah. introduce you to the cute guy. Um, and then they all drink a lot. Like, I get introduced all the time. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a giant group of dudes? Never mind, I won't talk about it. Because <laughs> it's not when you're with your wife. It's just, when it's just you and a group just of let dudes. let it go. <laughs> and one of those dudes knows a pretty girl. Just let it go. Just saying. I'm not the cute dude. <laughs> Oscar um, talks about how Gloria used to win all the short story contests when they were... Right when they wrote fiction when they were little. That seems kind of a random thing to bring up. Yeah. Back in elementary school, I used to draw pictures. I thought that was going to be an important fact. Like, maybe she had written a story, story about yeah. the monster or something. Right. I did, too. And guess what? Never goes anywhere. Well, it is cool, though. She's a writer. It is so. It is cool, though. It's This is kind of a second viewing thing. But if you watch um, Oscar, you can kind of put him together a lot better, even though you know. And you catch a lot more. Yeah. And you can tell it bothers him because he, he's kind of pissed that she won the stories and you're like really dude like you're little kids but uh, if you pay a little more attention to him as you watch it he, he's got some problems no but, uh, shit but yeah but we get to that but, um, but he like always hated her because she was better than him at things or yeah. something you get that impression the more times you see it but either way Gloria doesn't write fiction she writes online articles and uh, Joel asks her to show him and you know he pulls out his phone and she looks him up looks it up for him and that's not all that happens. And then uh, while she's looking at the phone, he kind of takes it upon himself and he reaches over to kind of give her a kiss. And she's like, whoa. And Elaine says, if she's drunk, that means no, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong. Also, if she's asleep, that means no. He's He seems kind of awkward. Like, she said I was cute and then she took my phone and maybe she likes me. <laughs> but then he just goes straight for the kiss and you're like... And Oscar comes in and is like, no! Freaks out. Bad dog! Yeah. Oscar freaks out. He's, he's uh, pretty upset. Uh, so Gloria walks home carrying her inflatable uh, mattress. Uh, and then she, on the way home, she walks straight through a small, like, children's park. Mm-hmm. And a storm kind of rumbles overhead a little bit. And we get a little flashback of young Gloria, scared, uh, looking at the storm overhead. Um... Gloria wakes up. There's a lot of like jarring cuts where we mm. don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Gloria wakes up with her phone uh, in her house with her phone ringing. It's her sister. Um, she tells her, you know, we don't really hear what she tells her, but basically she tells her about the large monster that attacked Korea. Um, so she runs over and looks at the footage of the creature because it's pretty weird shit to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's weird. not some stuff you get every day. She calls up her ex Tim. And uh, kind of looks for a little comfort with him, and he says, uh, "Yeah, that happens nine ho- happened nine hours ago. Where have you been drinking?" She's and like, then, "No, clean up the house." And um, yeah, <laughs> she tries to lie to him again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. I was for dancing it. in the rain, and um. <laughs> she gets frustrated and uh, hangs up. 
We cut back to Gloria and Oscar uh, watching the news at the bar along with a lot of patrons. News says that the world is reacting like we would expect. There's search and rescue for the victims, ceasefire on any of the wars that are going on. The U.S. is sending some ships and aircraft. So over they to were, to use a word from another movie, they were FTFO. Yeah. Freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. No, call back to that. The whole uh, world. <clears throat> that whole, um, what was that? Uh, this means war episode? <laughs> I know. S H H H H H H. Gotcha. <laughs> Gloria leaves the bar and uh, sits on a bench near that park, the ch- children's park. Uh, we get another flashback of young Gloria carrying a school project. And then Gloria wakes up. She fell asleep on the bench. Uh, she walks through the park again, calls Tim again. Uh, he thinks she's drunk and hangs up on her. Well, she kind of is. Yeah. She gets uh, a little upset, scratches her head, throws her phone, and then walks home. And I went, stop <clears throat> throwing Yeah, Carly gets mad at people when they throw Whenever phones Whenever somebody throws their phone... I'm like, nobody does that. Nobody does that. Some people do. Maybe you throw it on the bed, but you don't throw it on the ground, and you don't throw it outside. Well, this movie does a bunch of things that people shouldn't do in reality. Yeah. Like, be a big, giant monster and... What's wrong with that? Also, you should never throw your phone. Those two things. Well, Gloria gets home and sets up her inflatable mattress and uh, falls asleep, uh, waiting for it to fill up. And and she's, then she's, got, <laughs> she's got narcolepsy. Yeah, I was going to say, she might have narcolepsy. <laughs> Uh, there's a ring at the door, and that wakes her up. It's Oscar. He brought her a big TV for her. She doesn't <laughs> remember anything a about ridiculously it. Ridiculously big, yeah. old TV. It's like a 2002 yeah. big fucking projector like thing. It's like mm-hmm. a big box. We have one of those. Really? Yeah. He's like, you don't remember? We talked about this. Uh. She doesn't remember anything. I'm surprised that thing still worked. He obviously didn't watch um, Phantoms on that thing. No, probably not. <laughs> but it probably came from the bar. Before the remodel. Mm-hmm. That possible. makes sense. Uh, he starts to set up the TV. Um, she asks if the monster came back. Oscar's like, oh, yeah. And he, he keeps showing up around the same... weird gestures. Yeah, it shows up at the same time, same place. 8.05 a.m. Oscar said, actually, the monster showed up 25 years ago, but it was only for like a second, and people in the world pretty much thought it was a hoax, thought it was BS. Um, he shows her like a picture online or whatever. Uh, they chat for a bit. Oscar tells Gloria that uh, while she while she was drunk, uh, she explained everything. She's not on vacation. She's broke. Her boyfriend Tim dumped her, etc. You know, and uh, he he says, "Well, look, uh, you know, you can work at the bar." And she says, "Okay, that's cool, but um, we have to make a deal. You have to fix up the country part and you know reopen it up." And he's like, "Okay, that's fine." She's really grateful. Hugs him. Says thank you. Um, while she's hugging him, though, she, the big screen TV's behind in the background, and she sees the monster footage on the TV, and the creature is uh, mimicking walking around like it's on a phone and scratches the top of its head, and that's when she gets her first, you know, inkling that what the fuck is going on with this monster. Um, she goes to work at the bar, uh, sees the footage again, and this time, you know, she pretty much figures out that this monster is mimicking this, the things that she was doing. It's weird. Uh, back home. At this point, I'm like, don't tell me she's the fucking monster. <laughs> like, she cannot, she's the fucking monster, isn't she? Son of a bitch. I already knew she and was the monster. Like, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, back home, she studies the footage again uh, each time and uh, realizes that whenever she walks home, uh, it's, it's her. She pulls up a map, kind of narrows it down to the children's park. Um... Then the bar, 
gets more and more patrons as uh, the news continues. People are drinking because I guess they're scared of the monster. And they all want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Garth, Joel, and Oscar are drinking at a table. Gloria's sitting nearby, but she's still kind of upset about this whole monster thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garth says he thinks it might be remote controlled because the creature never looks down or acknowledges anything below it. It just kind of walks around through the city, and it's just kind of odd. Uh, Gloria goes home, becomes uh, really wrapped up in her research. Uh, she's writing, translating, drawing little maps, comparing maps of different parts of the world. Um, and then she goes to the playground. She steps into it. Uh, this time she raises her right hand up and then puts it down and then raises both of her arms in a V, doing very specific things to see if the monster will mimic it. And I really was hoping she would do something funny. Elaine's mentioned she was hoping it would be the YMCA. Yeah, I thought it would be the YMCA. Love that shit. Because this that is like, okay, funny. arms out, like do something weird, like do a little do a little dance, mm-hmm. make a little love, you know, get down tonight. Get down tonight. Yeah. Uh, later she watches the, the new footage, and yep, the monster does exactly everything that she did. Gloria loses it, uh, passes out on her air mattress. Well, I would, too. You find that you're a big, giant monster in Seoul, Korea? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. That's I mean, not I heard, something that happens every day. I heard being big in Japan, but Korea, that's different. Yeah, I'm huge in Korea. Yeah. Um, so uh, she FaceTimes Tim this time, and this time he's a little more uh, receptive to her. He asks how she's doing. Uh, she tells him she's working as a waitress, but then there's a knock at the door. It's Oscar and Joel, and they have a sofa for her. It's really a futon. Uh, she's so excited she about this loves futon. She loves the futon. <laughs> so it's a futon. Oh my god, a futon. And she lays right on it. She's very excited. And Oscar's mm-hmm. like, we gotta go to work, bitch. Yep. Get up. And she's like, no, I want to stay. He's like, nope, we gotta go. And they all leave. And as they walk out the door, we see Tim still hanging on FaceTime. Like, what? <laughs> and hello for Tim. Um, at the bar, the group's all hanging out. Uh, Tim calls, t- calls her again, but she doesn't answer this time. Garth has a trick he's wanting to do. Um, he sets up this paper, he lights it, and then floats away. First um, one's tell a story. So the astronaut is like, I don't give a shit about the astronaut. Show me yeah, the trick. Yeah. Um, it would have been cooler with the story. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <clears throat> Gloria's kind of lost in her own head until finally uh, she she breaks it and speaks. She has to tell somebody. She gets drunk enough that it's time to chop. Yeah. She's like, look, we got to go. I got to show you guys something. So they all go pile in the truck and go out to the park. Um, she tells them about this. There's this place on the internet where you can get a live feed of Korea, uh, of North, uh, South Korea, so you can see this monster's area. She tells them where to go. They hook it up on their phones. And then, um, then she steps into the park. The monster appears. And then so she starts dancing, and the monster starts dancing. Well, because they mentioned while they were sitting around hanging out that about Oscar how- had this dance where he would point at his, like, his, his crotch, yeah. and that was his dance. So yeah. she starts doing that thing. And if I gotta sit here and I'm in Korea and I'm like, oh, this monster keeps destroying buildings. Why is it pointing at a non-existent junk? <laughs> then, I, then I'm sitting there and wondering, I'm like, why doesn't the monster have junk? Why would the monster have junk? The monster would have junk. Why am I worried about monsters' junk? Someone would have had to been paid to put junk on this monster. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Well, I never thought about the monster's junk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's junk. It's in the trunk. <laughs> the monster definitely. Does not have junk. It would, yeah, it would have had to have something going on there. No, it was an. The monster wouldn't need junk. Why does the monster need junk? Because it's just a monster. It's an asexual monster. How does it reproduce? It doesn't need to reproduce. It's just a monster. We're gonna get to that later. Why it doesn't have junk? Because it's. 
Well, well either way, we know why it doesn't have junk. I know it doesn't need junk. Well, either way, this monster dances and blows kisses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the guys all freak out. Um, She's laughing and having a good old time. Yeah, she thinks it's kind of a joke, but then the military in Korea, they don't think it's a joke, and they start launching uh, helicopters and, and such. And those missiles, you know, those helicopters shoot missiles at her. When they, imp- they impact her, uh, she feels it. And then she puts up her dupes like she's going to fight them. Yeah. Or karate chop well, them. Well, she's drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still. And a helicopter crashes into her head? Well, she, she kind of oh. swats on ac- and accidentally clips one because she can't see the helicopters. And it spins and smashes into her face. And she's like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, dude, a helicopter crashed into you. And she's like, well, what about the pilots of the helicopter? And they're like, oh, they're dead. Well. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, oh, shit. And we hear people screaming. And that's when she really, for the first time, is like, Oh. This is like this has consequences. Oh, this is this is for real and this is serious. Like in Korea, they they're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And then Oscar walks all the way around the park, and then he comes in through the back to try and kind of pull her out of it. And then when he steps in to the park, we hear a bunch of other screams because we're hearing the live feed. We're not seeing it. We hear a live feed, and there's a bunch of screams coming from there. And Gloria kind of trips and falls, and then everything cuts to black, and we go somewhere else. We go to her waking up. She wakes up on the futon. Uh, she watches, you know, she always has this, the Korean footage on, and she sees the devastation on the TV. Um, Oscar comes into her house. He's got some groceries. She's a little freaked out that he got, he just walks right in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he is taking good care of her. He brought her groceries. He says, you, you do don't do food. that to women you're not, you know, <laughs> romantically linked to. Yeah. I don't think. You don't brought me groceries. <laughs> I bring you groceries all the time. Oh, and you do. But you guys are romantically linked. Boom. But, <laughs> but if my friend was staying somewhere and I noticed she didn't have any food, I would bring her. F- I would bring yeah. her groceries. After, I would have done that. After a morning like they had, where she found out that she, <coughs> he takes her home and, and she's she did not take it well. I would buy her McDonald's and that's as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> Might get her some groceries. Like the dollar menu though. Let's not get crazy. Wow. Maybe it's got the one, two, three dollar menu. I'll let it go as far as three dollars. <laughs> well, Gloria starts sobbing and freaking out because uh, there's no doubt tens of thousands of she's maybe. She's like, how many people, people did I kill? Yeah, and he uh, won't tell her. Oscar's she's like, not many. She's like, how many is not many? 5,000, 10,000? <laughs> a couple hundred. She, he's, he wants, she wants to see the paper, and he's like, no. But then he finally does show her a paper, a headline. Is, uh, we're not al- he, that the monster's not, not alone. alone. There's a giant robot, too. And uh, the giant robot is, is, an, is a result of Oscar stepping into the park. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think that's me. Yeah. So Oscar and Gloria go to a diner to eat and try to figure out what is happening and what they can do about it. Um, try to figure out what the significance of the spot is and why at 8.05, apparently it's some kind of time thing too. Um, Oscar says uh, when it first showed up 25 years ago, they were little kids. That spot wasn't even a park then. And Oscar convinces Gloria to calm down. There isn't really anything they can do about it now. She's afraid that he's talking too loud and that someone might overhear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Oscar <laughs> just tells the people next to him, yeah, she's the monster on the robot. The robot. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't know. They don't care. Yeah. And then uh, Gloria has an idea. She gets Oscar to ask a Korean shop owner to write something down on a sheet of paper for him. She's happy uh, about that until she sees the owner and his wife are watching the news footage in horror. They obviously probably have family or friends there. Oscar and Gloria hang out on the bench near the park waiting for the 8.05 time. 
and uh, we find out Oscar's a tad creepy stalkery. He's been keeping up with her life online as much as he could find out about her. Because um, she explains why she got fired from her job. Yeah. But uh, he knew. But he already knew. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a little bit... Uh, he should have just said, well, you explained it while you were drunk because she doesn't yeah, remember probably, anything that yeah. happens when she's drunk. And you also offered me 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no? Too much? The time comes and uh, Gloria gets ready. Oscar wants to go too, but she says no. He gets uh, pissy about it. Which, if you were a giant robot, you'd want to be a giant robot. Yeah. He got to be a giant robot for, what, five seconds? And she got to fuck around to do a little dance? <laughs> like, I want my dance. I mean, seriously. And uh, So she has the monster uh, motion in Korea to clear the area below her. Um, and the, they do. And then uh, she writes kind of an apology letter in the dirt with her claws. And uh, from the writings that the friend of Oscar's gave her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. Yeah. Later at the bar, the group is drinking and chatting. Garth asks uh, how the North Korean dude Oscar talked to won't know that it was them that they wrote the letter for. Oscar says that he's had them translate a bunch of different phrases to throw him off and that they're for tattoos. <laughs> so who knows what they really told him. Who gets a tattoo of I'm sorry it'll never happen again? <laughs> <laughs> People who are sorry they got a tattoo. Maybe. Who are you sorry to? Yourself? Yourself, I guess. So Joel... Yeah, he's on a son. Joel goes to the bathroom, and uh, Gloria follows him in there and asks him his address. I thought she was going to have sex with him in the bathroom. I knew she was going to do the... Because she was giving him bang, the bang, eyes. Bang, bang, bang. You know, bangity-bang. I said the bang, bang, bang. She was giving him sex eyes. Bangity-bang. I said the bang, bang, bangity-bang. So Gloria follows him home. Uh, Joel's a little nervous about her coming over and uh, being so da- uh, DTF. He's oh, like, do they know where you came? Because now they're both still at the bar and you and I both left. Are they suspicious of this? Yeah. <laughs> but he gets over it real quick. And then he gets on top of it. Yeah, he does. Uh, she, tries, <laughs> she tries to sneak out in the morning, but before she can, uh, she sees another newscast of uh, the robot just fucking up South, uh, South well, Korea. Well, he's doing a little dance. He's yeah. not... He's not really doing anything. Hurting anything. He's just like, whoa, oh, I can step on you. I'm not stepping on you. Oh, I can step on you. Well, he's a little drunk. Because she he's... She got to do a little dance with the And he has, he, wants to do a dance. he has Garth there watching the live feed to make sure he doesn't actually hurt anybody. So he's True. just drunk fucking around. And she goes to he wake up Joel. He hasn't done... Like, yeah. she's murdered people. Joel, we gotta go now. And she So far, he Let's hasn't go. murdered anybody. And they haul ass over there to see uh, Garth and Oscar fucking around in the park. Like, yeah. I gotta be honest, if I was a big giant robot, I'd probably do that. You gotta do it. I'm kind of a dick. Everybody would do it. She knows that he's drunk, and you gotta understand that she's like, no, I already killed people. We can't... This isn't a game. No, I understand 100%. when when she was doing it. But when I do it, now it's a problem. Now she knows it wasn't fun when she was doing it. She learned from that mistake, and she doesn't want him to make the same one. We're not saying she's wrong, and we're not saying he's right. We're saying we definitely do that. Oh, they're both wrong. (laughs) They're both dead dead wrong. They're so wrong. Yeah, wrong in all kinds of levels. Keep going. So who's wronger? Who's wronger? Who's more wrong? (laughs) No, wronger. I like that better. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Well, she steps in and says, get the fuck out. Um, He's like, no. He says, calm down. Uh, You were the only one that killed a shitload of people when when this happened. Well, no. First, he sees that she came with Joel. Yeah, yeah. Then he's like... He's pissed. 
he want he's mad, you know, because she was DTF, but not with him. Yeah. So he's like, "What? I didn't kill a bunch of people." That's deep cause right there. That he's going for blood. Yeah. You don't say that shit to someone unless you want to hurt their feelings. Because he knows it upset her. Well, that would upset anybody, I think. Mm-hmm. If they accidentally murdered a bunch of people and you yeah. kept throwing it in their face, yes. Mm-hmm. That that would that would ruin my day. <laughs> like, remember the time you killed all those people? Why you got to bring up all shit? Well, she is the monster points telling the robot to leave. Uh, and he says he doesn't fucking want to. And she slaps him. Which is wrong. And he... Uh, this is that trope that it's okay for women to hit men in movies? <laughs> and I said, Gloria, that. you don't just hit a dude. I thought he was going to punch her right in the face. <laughs> I thought he was too. Well, spoiler well, he really. takes it <laughs> and leaves. Uh, but before he drives off, he tells her to go in early and clean up the close side of the bar. If it isn't too, if she isn't too tired, and then he looks at Joel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, cut back to the bar. The bar's full of people watching and rewatching the footage of the uh, giant monster slapping the robot. Um, after close, Oscar is watching the slap video over and over and uh, commenting about it. He thinks it's funny. Gloria says to give it a rest. He tells her to go uh, pull up the projector screen on the other side of the building. It's just hanging down, and it's going to get messed up if she it's doesn't warp. Yeah, he basically just showing dominance over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Garth offers to go to kind of defuse the situation by going over and do it himself. He says, "No, it's her job. She can fucking do it." Garth persists, and Oscar verbally starts attacking him, accuses him of snorting cocaine, and basically he just starts dumping all kinds of shit out. And well, he was, you know, do a little. He's being a drunk asshole, <laughs> but Get that he's not all up in him. He's not like wrong. He's he's, oh, he's angry. At this point, he's not. He's angry. Like he doesn't get to be mad that she has sex with Joel because that's just not something he gets to be mad about, even if it does bother him. But she did fucking slap him, and he when he hadn't hurt anybody, and you don't just get to do that. And then he had to watch all day as everybody talks about how you know there's all these memes, how great it was, and all of a sudden Korea is acting like she's the savior of Korea. Meanwhile, he didn't kill anybody, and she probably killed at least a thousand people. Well, she did destroy. Right, and I'm sorry. Message. So now, like, it's really. He has a right to be mad and maybe treat her like yeah, an employee. I agree with Elaine. Like, Korea just got over her killing people and destroying buildings real quick. And, well, the monster, the, the robot came in and shook a leg. Yeah. At this so he's point, the real asshole. I'm sure there's a lot of families that didn't get over it. But. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, she, he's the real asshole. He's shaking a leg. She wrote stuff, a note. She does work for him. Mm-hmm. And he gets to be... He's she being did a slap shitty, him. mean boss. Yes, but, but it's not uncalled for... he was in that horrible boss movie. He should know better. At that. this point... <laughs> And he's drunk, too, and people say, like, we're expected to forgive all the shitty things she does when she's drunk. Well, but she's at a, this point... She's not okay with it now. Now she's sorry, so you have to immediately forgive her. Yeah, no, I don't. The hero. Well, the heroine, I don't. And she has stopped drinking since she killed all those people. She's Which like, I can't get drunk and do this anymore. It's not safe. I'm hurting people. Yeah, she finally anymore. figures it out, which is good, but... Well, Garth gets fed up and leaves. Oscar says he has to... Uh, that she has to drink a beer. He's trying to make her drink again. Um, she takes the beer and looks at him and pours it out. And then he says, fuck it, and jumps in his truck with Joel. Joel's very passive and kind of just does whatever Oscar tells him to. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps acting like he wants to do something, but he backs down every time. Um, Gloria tries to stop Oscar, but... You know, by getting in front of his truck and stuff, he tells her to fuck off and kind of pushes her out of the way and drives the pastor. 
and he throws his keys to the bar and he's like, close up. Mm. I'm out. And he's I'm drunk. Gonna, he, and I'm, I'm like, yeah. maybe I should be driving. Like, <laughs> like maybe dude, Joel should be driving. Yeah. <laughs> Joel is Joel, just Joel, I definitely would not have gotten in that truck. See, what everybody <laughs> you're missing in this is that first, sure, he's treating her like shit, but he's dominating Joel. And he's just yes. taking it like a little shit. He's dominating everybody. Mm-hmm. And Joel's just like his little subservient little thing. And he's mad at Joel as much as he's mad at her. Maybe not that much. I feel but like... He's, he's dominating him on purpose. Yeah. I fe- And I feel like Joel's taking it because Joel feels guilty because he didn't really think about the fact that Oscar liked Gloria and now he knows that he slept with this girl that his buddy likes. Well, he, I think Oscar he dominated... I think he dominated Joel <laughs> before because he's, the, the first time he says something... Make you kick your ass again. I'm going to kick yeah. your ass again. So, I don't but, know. But, I mean, he's obviously kind of a weak character. Yeah. But I think, I think Joel kind of feels a little bit like maybe... He deserves this. I don't know. We don't know what we, happened. Yeah, to we don't Joel, know. But Joel's something definitely. But Joel's, Joel's definitely gone through something. Passive, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, Gloria catches up with Oscar at the park, um, and they both step in. Oscar says, "What are you gonna do?" And she slaps him, but he doesn't care. And then, uh, then she starts to punch him, which is not okay. And after the third hit in the face, he grabs her. Uh, she yells at him and kicks him in the no, balls. She says, she says you're hurting you're me. You're hurting me. Let go, yeah. he, bitch. She, you never have your hands you punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> She yells at him and kicks him in the balls. Uh, he says, that hurt, but it wasn't a direct hit. And she push, uh, punches him in the face again. Get out, he says. He says, fuck you. And uh, wraps her up in sort of like, kind of like a bear hug thing. She bites his hand and they both uh, fall, fall to down. the ground. And she starts to elbow him like in the stomach ribs a few times. He's being very careful not to hurt her. Yeah. Which... I gotta say, I don't think I would have done that. She's punched me in the, in the face like he that. He should have beat the shit out me. of her. She didn't have any right. Look, uh, not Korean lives aside. Korean lives aside. Because <laughs> so far he hadn't killed any Koreans. Well, she's got a couple hundred. She, on her belt. he, he didn't do anything at this point, and she's just yelling at him and punching him, and kicking him like she's provoking the situation. And when they do fall over, and they probably killed some people, it's her fault. It's not his fault. It's her. It's still her. She's pissing me off. Oh, she's been pissing me off since the opening scene. Well, I have a question for you, though. Like, if you were her in this position, Mm -hmm. and you know he's super pissed off at you, and you know the one thing that you don't want him to do is go into that park and hurt people. You you drink the blackmail beer. Really? No. Really? You no. Play the blackmail no. beer. No. You do this crazy thing is you have someone who doesn't become a giant monster in Korea go in the fucking playground and get him out because if Joel would have went in there, no monster. You know Pick what his I would have did? Walk him out. You well, know what I would have did? Making sense. I would have put the projector up and drank the blackmail beer. You don't drink the. You send Joel and Garth in there. Go grab him so he doesn't kill anybody. But wait, isn't Oh, shit, that was easier than having Anne Hathaway go in there and cause a <laughs> fucking ruckus and kill some people. But no, we had to have Anne Hathaway do it because why? She has to be involved because everything revolves around her. Well, she is the main character of the movie. But <laughs> I just. I feel like she is probably at this point sure that he's going to kill people just to piss her off. Really? How many people has he killed? None. But okay. he's None. drunk None. again. And he's And been, even when he was drunk last he, time, didn't kill anybody. She's making uh, terrible decisions sober, just as bad as when she was drunk. Unless she's I not killing people. But now. you Remember drink her. the blackmail beer. You don't drink well, the blackmail beer. Because you don't taunt him by dumping the beer on the floor. Well, maybe you don't again, taunt him, it's her but you don't own drink fault. the beer. Tony, what do you think? Well, either way, they get up and she says, fuck you. I'm not working in your stupid bar anymore. How do you like that shit? And he goes, 
that's cool. But yeah, actually you are. Um, because if you don't, I'll come back here and wipe a whole neighborhood out. And uh, she says, no, because I'm going to come and kick your fucking ass again. And he says, no, no, you won't, because I'm not going to be nice anymore. And he kind of grabs her shoulders and shoved her to the ground really hard. Well, she, she was in the face quite a bit. So. Yeah. Stop and trying to punch she me in says, the face. Uh, so now I'll, he says, look, I'm mad at you. I'm going to kill people. He says, so I'll Which see Which is what work. she figured he was so, going to do in the first place. Joel doesn't do anything. But he still hasn't actually killed anybody, so we don't know but that he's really going to do it. She, when he drove off, that's what she thought, he's going to go kill people. Right. Well, Gloria goes home. Uh, she lays on the futon and uh, has, a, I guess, a flashback. It's one of these weird flashback dreams she has. We see uh, young Gloria and presumably young Oscar uh, walking to the bus. They each have a small kind of like diorama. Gloria's is a Korean one. It's so Korea. <laughs> and uh, it flies out of her hand. It's like a light styrofoam. Like the wind took it. And uh, Yeah, a gust of wind takes it out of her hand. It flies over a fence. Oscar puts his on the ground and uh, goes after it, climbing over the fence to get it. Um, she comes out of it when she hears her doorbell ring. It's Joel. He wants to apologize. He's got a whole van full of stuff for her this time from Oscar. Uh, she says no, runs off, runs to Oscar's house. I guess they live pretty close. I hope so. Some She's going to be tired. Some of the things are... Um, Gloria tells him that he can keep his shit. Uh, he tries to apologize to her, but she's not hearing it. Uh, she knows it's all BS, but uh, she tells him no more. She goes, if I'm going to forgive you, you can't be up late drinking anymore. And uh, this is where we see... He mentioned before, Joel, uh, Oscar mentions before that he had a girl that he was seeing that had a baby. And then you see on the walls, there's pictures of her and like her face is cut out with a knife. There's, like, wow. He's like, got some issues. He's yeah. got some issues. And when she first goes in the house, like the house is not quite hoarder level, but it's real messy. There's Ooh, stuff yeah. everywhere. <laughs> in there. I got the it hoarder vibe. Like, you get a little bit like he's starting to become a hoarder. He's obviously has some sort of mental issues he's or whatever. Hoarder, he's hoarder adjacent. And she's... <laughs> this is the thing. Again, I think she makes the wrong choice. Because he seems genu- genuinely upset about what happened. And I have to think, how many times did she wake up hung over and was generally sorry about her actions Mm -hmm. and she doesn't even attempt to forgive him not even to pretend to forgive him you know why because the world revolves around her she's that kind of person and she she won't accept his apology she doesn't give him any slack as someone who's drunk and makes mistakes is this well at the end she does though at the end of this but like at one point she says she's still mad at him no she is I've been drunk too there's no hard feelings there is a point in the movie where she says that. We've it's all here. been done drunk stupid It is here, but and there's no hard feelings. But as soon as she sees how remorseful he is, I feel like she is making him crazier by responding terribly to everything he does. Well, Because he's obviously crazy, but yeah. um, I feel like if she just accepted his initial apology, even fakely, fakely? maybe the rest of this stuff wouldn't have happened. Is that a word? Maybe. Fakely? <clears throat> well, fakely, wiggly. When she comes home, her whole house is decorated. 
uh, Joel, I guess. It's creepy. This is the creepiest part of the whole fucking I was movie. like, oh, that really goes with that house, though. And I'm like, um. <laughs> it, like, fit into that. moved in all of a sudden. Right? It's this pretty Victorian, and it's no, all this it's old antique old. furniture. No. no, it's really, it fits in with the tone of the house, though. No, it doesn't. Oh, man. It's ugly it so and creepy. creepy. Oh, no, it's creepy, but it fits in so well. She walks around impressed. in a new decor, and uh, she's freaked out by it, and her phone rings. It's Hello. Tim. Hi, Tim. Help me. Tim's in town, and he's got a meeting. He's yeah, he's got a meeting with some clients in her in her small town. <laughs> so she goes to his hotel room. Uh, he says he's worried about her. Uh, he's tried to call her a few times. She hasn't answered. Um, Gloria's kind of just calling him on his bullshit. Uh, apparently, you know, Tim had said he had, has a meeting in her hometown, and uh, she says that's not true. She that's goes, never happened before. You're, you're just jealous, <laughs> and that I have this life going on. They get into a his big reaction fight. was so fucking funny. No, I'm not jealous. I've never been jealous. I've always had plenty of reason to be jealous, but I was never jealous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, hey, dude. He says to her that basically she's better than being a waitress at a bar. Uh, he rips into her uh, and she starts to leave. She says she has to go to work. And he, he says, that's fine. I want to drive you then. And, uh, he drives her to work, so she goes and takes him in the bar, kind of Before shows him Before you go to this scene, I want to ask you guys, what do you think about Tim? Is Tim a good person? No. Tim's No, a, not you, it. them. You said you want to ask you people. <laughs> I'm part people? of people. <laughs> I like Tim. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Here's the thing with this movie. The one big complaint I have with this movie, it's hard to... We only get pieces... This is the one? We only get pieces of their relationships so we don't really know exactly what's going on with these people we get what they, we get what they give us and also a lot of times when they're drunk they don't overtly act like they're drunk so i forget that they're drunk in these scenes so they'll like have these big heart to hearts or big fights and stuff like that and i'm like god they're an asshole I'm like well they're all drunk but they don't like they're not really stumbling or slurring their words or anything they act they're like i have a beer in my hand i'm drunk well no that's not necessarily with the situation so i don't really know how to take Tim. Tim seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he's an asshole or if he's just been made into an asshole because she treats him like shit by getting drunk all the time. You know, the, the timeline on there isn't concrete for me. That's you, how I go. You think he's... I like Tim. Mm-hmm. Tim kind of reminds me of my mom. <laughs> That's weird. In that whole, okay, we know that he's been taking care of her. And he wants her to get back on her feet. And he's been encouraging her to get back on his, on her feet. And she's been lying to him about what's going on in her life. And he's still been there. And then one day he was like, fuck this. I can't do it anymore. But he still loves her. And then when he finds out she's a waitress, he's like, you're, you're not a waitress. You're better than a waitress. You shouldn't be settling for this. You should be reaching your he's potential. He's a little snobby. He is a little yeah. snobby, but he I get the impression from him that he wants her to be like her best self. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, and that he fell in love with her at this level and then she's just been dropping and he's been taking care of her and encouraging her and trying to help her and he we, wants her to Now we go to non-people, John. Okay. Now without your previous influence because <clears throat> I wanted to hear what they actually had to say. He's an enabler. He wants her to be a wreck so he can feel better about himself. Also, he came all the way out here just so he can berate her, make himself feel better. That's why he's calling her, so he can yell at her. But she won't do that, so he needs to feel better about himself and dominate her. So he comes all the way to New Hampshire, or wherever the fuck this is, to do so. I also read it as they have a very 
unhealthy codependent relationship and that he's a controlling asshole and as long as she was a piece of shit that he could berate he enjoyed that and he thought he was tired of it because he seems in the beginning like he's just this good guy that's tired of it but it went on for over a year yeah that's a long time to let your drunk girlfriend do whatever she wants and and mooch off you yeah and then he, he does come out because he is jealous because he heard dudes in her apartment and she forgot about him and she seems like she's doing okay. Without him. And then he comes and he's like, you're in a bar, you're still a drunk. You, no, you're not doing better, you're doing worse. And he just wants to tell her how shitty her life is hmm. and why she needs to come home with him. I read it the same as John. Just curious. Right. I think I, I could understand that if when they got together, she was a wreck already. But I, I get the impression that she was in a good place when they got together. And for the bulk of their relationship, he wasn't enabling her. It was just at the end. We don't know how long they were together. No, we don't. That's so I don't want to I think either he's the reason she's a wreck. Maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. Because generally, if you're with some There's sort of abuser, it starts out okay. Internet, so mm-hmm. she wasn't very good at her job. Hmm. Just saying. Or she was one of those people that made one stupid internet mistake and the whole world hated her all of a sudden. Well, she said We've she all made, seen that happen, she made one comment, Well, she made one comment as soon as they were downsizing. She was the first one to go. So mm. she's taking what she made an inappropriate comment at work. And she's using that as her crush while she got fired. That may be true. We don't know. Yeah. They don't really dive into that, but that's what she says. So we have to take that as truth. Mm-hmm. So she makes bad decisions in work, too. Probably. I just... But I think we've all made at least one bad decision at work. <laughs> Not today. I think. <laughs> Well, once inside the in the bar, uh, Tim kind of starts picking the place apart. Like I said, he's kind of snobby. Um, and while he's dogging it, Oscar's standing behind them and uh, says, "Hey, <laughs> this is my bar," and uh, tells Tim about how uh, Gloria. It was Gloria's idea to open the half of the bar, and uh, they basically they're basically kind of doing this little dance of who controls Gloria the most. And, yeah. you know, he's like, well, I'm her ex-boyfriend. He's like, well, I'm her boss. And, you know, she does this for me and she does that for me. That kind it, of shit. It's one of those things where Oscar's saying nice things about her. Like, but in the most menacingly way possible. And poor Joe just and wants some coffee. Tim, <laughs> poor Tim Joe. is yeah. saying. He's saying nice <laughs> things about her, but then he's like, you're, you're my employee. Go do that. I'll take one too as she's sitting down he's, yeah. so, yeah. he's like you're not Menacing. at this table well, I'm going to say nice things but you're not at this table you yeah. don't get a voice Meanwhile, and you're not here <laughs> he's treating her badly but saying nice things and Tim is saying shitty things but treating her nice it's this very weird yin and yang yeah. thing mm-hmm. Oscar sends Gloria to get he and Tim uh, a couple beers and uh, kind of double double talks Tim into saying that waitressing is an easy job and it's beneath her. You know, Gloria shows up and is uh, pretty much insulted. She's like, "Why are you guys talking to me about me? Why are you like, talking I'm about me? Like I'm not here." So Oscar challenges Tim. He says, uh, "What do you think the most irresponsible thing I could do in this bar? Maybe piss in the corner, stand on a table, show my ass. Maybe maybe you and I can get in this big fist fight right here." And Tim's like, whoa, I, what? <laughs> and then like he immediately t- backed down. He doesn't Tim's fight. scared because Tim's a bully. Yeah, and then and most Oscar walks will back off. Down. Then Oscar comes back out with a humongous firecracker. And I said to John, that's for sure a Husker don't. Which was a That's joke. a reference from Joe Dirt. Husker do's, Husker <laughs> don't. You're going to sit there and tell me 
You're gonna have one Alabama, blah, blah, blah. which John <laughs> had just been was reading a list of all those fireworks, and I was well. There like, was a thing, and it said firework display does not contain whisker do, whisker don'ts, and some other things. And, uh. and I'm so I was like, that's definitely a whisker don't. Well, he starts throwing chairs around to make room, and he puts the like firecracker down. Throwing them, like he's gonna break all these chairs. And there's a couple of patrons who just run out of the bar, yeah. but not uh-huh. Joe. Joe's sitting there like, yo, uh, can I get another coffee? Just a sec, Joe. <laughs> I'm working on something. Joe just wants some coffee. He's flinging those chairs, though. Like, yeah. It was scary. I, if I was there, I would have left. And then he sets it up kind of near Joe, and he's like, might want to move, move Joe. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, yeah, okay. And then he lights it. So and I guess I'm not getting coffee? It was not as big a firework as I thought no, it was really going to be, really. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be down. like a 20-foot tall Roman candle. Yeah. I thought it was going to have a cone shape where there's going to be like all kinds of stuff coming out. Maybe a big dragon would come. It yeah. starts shooting sparks and shit I've everywhere. Seen some illegal fireworks displays, and ones that are smaller than that. Yeah, are and impressive. Right. <laughs> Maybe it was old. Uh, Tim, I, well, it was old. He told the story. I thought. I thought at first nothing was going to happen. Doesn't but that's, been great. I, but that's not what happened. Tim and Gloria try to run and kind of hide for a minute, and then they try to leave. He's hiding but, behind a jukebox, wasn't he? <laughs> if you don't get that, friends, you want to go back and listen to our replacements episode. That was some cold right there. <laughs> Not as good as Harley Davis and Marble Man, but quality. He uh, stops him and uh, goes to Oscar, and he go, or to Oscar goes to Tim, and he goes, "See, I just did the most irresponsible thing I could do in this bar. There's fire all around him. The place is on fire, and uh, Gloria's still not going to leave with you." And uh, Gloria stands there, teary-eyed. Uh, staring at the ground because she knows she can't leave. But Tim comes clean about the whole lie in the meeting and asks her to come with him. He's leaving in a day or so. She Maybe it's to high noon him. tomorrow or and noon's day for adults. He just had some weird shit yeah. that no one says. She doesn't respond and he just kind of walks off and Oscar says, what a schmuck. And they don't at any point get a fire extinguisher. No, they just kind of stand there in the burn. Imogen like, Poots would have been all over that. shit. You don't mess with the poots. Poots wouldn't have, first of all, poots wouldn't have been a pushover like this. I know, yeah. I'm just saying. Poots she would have got a fire extinguisher. Poots would have, would have killed him in the playground day one. Yeah, psychopaths, she don't give a fuck. She handles vampires and Nazis like it's going out of style. <laughs> so Gloria goes home. She walks in and turns the light on and finds Oscar in, a, in her house. Creepiest Drink, thing drink ever. Scary, scary. Like, if you do that here, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> well, I can't do it here because I never heard that. Oh, yeah, what is that? <laughs> um... She's startled, obviously, and she tells him to leave. He says no. And he says, she says, well, I'll call the cops. He says, go ahead. Um, Which she should have because then he would have been arrested yeah. for creeping what? in her house, and he couldn't have been at the park at 8.05. At he least had get key. him out. Yeah. He had a key. He had permission. Mm-hmm. That'd be my story. I had a key. See, look, she gave me a key. Now we're having a little bit of a spat. She told me to get out. And we're trying to work on it. Oscar says uh, he's going to hang around, and he's going to make sure she doesn't do anything stupid like trying to leave with Tim and then we see a flashback again young Gloria walking through the woods upset because of the loss of her uh, diorama she sees Oscar find it and uh, doesn't he doesn't know she's watching he puts it on the ground and stomps it why would you do that Gloria gets angry that's a dick move because yeah. he's, he's always a, he's hated her Gloria gets angry which I don't think makes life. any sense He's hated her. She's been better than him at writing stories, at making dioramas. She was the monster. Her life, she got out of that small town. Everything she ever had was better than what he had, and he's always hated her. I don't. But now he's the boss. But I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. 
Well, he's crazy. I don't understand that why that doesn't make sense. <laughs> because he's crazy and he's watched but her it would make more have sense. better luck than him his whole life and he hates her. To me, it would make more sense if he loved her and his and his That's love for her thing. turned to hate than just he was jealous of her his whole life. It do, that doesn't make like and she doesn't even ask him cuz she well, continue with what happens in the story. Well, that's I was gonna say. That's the one thing that's weird about the film to me. Also, is he never has. An, it's like he. It's like he doesn't want her for a girlfriend. He just wants to own her. Like right. he never tries to kiss her. Yeah. He never tries to touch her or anything. Never anything. Mm-hmm. And he was even weirded out when she hugged him that one time. And it was just like, well, you know, it's not like a I want to you to be my girlfriend or I want to have sex with you kind of thing because he never shows but any kind like, of that. He, he just, wants I to wanna control her and he wants to put her in yeah. her place. Yeah. Weird. But either way, she. Crazy is what you're looking which for. Which doesn't, mm, I, which I it's, guess the clinical it's just term a, would be um, batshit crazy. I just don't see the reason for it. It doesn't. Well, the problem is that you're trying to rationalize with a rational brain. You just have that. Well, with mm-hmm. movies, usually they show oh, it's like a, a movie. catalyst. We're going back to episode one. And <laughs> here, I mean, the catalyst he was, smashes she was better at everything when they were kids. When so she has the, but mm-hmm. when she has the, re, when she comes out of this memory. And she she says immediately, you've always hated me. But she doesn't, instead of saying, why did you destroy my diorama? If she had just asked that and he had just given any sort of explanation or any sort of, it was better than mine, anything to set up why that hate, like it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I think it's poorly well, written. Well, she sees uh, Oscar Fine and Stomper diorama and then Gloria gets really angry and a lightning bolt creeps out of the sky all the way down and hits her in the head. Right, where she's always scratching. Where she's always scratching. And blood seeps out onto her face a little bit. A toy monster resembling the alternate form that she has falls on the ground. And, and this also, is why she doesn't have any junk. Also, she's a monster. <laughs> because they don't make toys with junk. So also, that's why she has no junk. A toy robot falls out too, but then both kids but, pass out on the ground. Yeah. Oscar gets hit by lightning too. Yeah. Which they get witch powers from the witch lightning yeah. in the magical storm. Right. In they the also, middle of this movie. They right. also go into this uh, wardrobe and come out of Narnia. So In the magic lot with the witch storm. Like, that was like... You remember when we watched The Great Wall and at the mm-hmm. end they killed the queen or whatever mm-hmm. and all the other monsters just fall over and I was how like, hey. you just kind of have to ignore yeah, that yeah, part because yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. The rest of the movie's good. Yeah. This, how they became the monsters, you just well, kind of have to ignore it because it's just dumb. And anytime on. I watch a movie and there's like a billion bad guys, you're like, something's going to happen that just kills them all at once. Because I don't know why it would be such a big deal for them to just show them running around watching this, killing these disoriented animals for like 10 minutes. Like, who cares? But they always do that in movies. They're like, yeah, they all like, automatically just, fall they over. They fall over. Rather than you're walking around just killing yeah, them. Yeah, it's just, just one of those dizzy things. and you just fucking stick them, you know? Yeah. There's no <laughs> way minutes. they could have explained this that would have made sense. Now you look like the asshole. So you just yeah. kind of have to... a monster movie. It doesn't make sense. Right. It's just like, but I was just like, oh, this is the part that doesn't make sense. Let's move yeah, exactly. on. Yeah, Carly's got a point there. They just became... Um, Toys, real life toys, and big rubber yeah. suits. Yeah. So yeah, in, Korea, be, in because Korea, because of a because well, of a smash, because of a the smash diorama. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gloria comes out of the memory flashback, whatever, and tells Oscar that he hates himself and hates his life because he thinks he is so small and meaningless. Then uh, she calls Tim and tells tells Tim that she's leaving with him, and then the monster alarm goes off. The little alarm that they play. Mm. Air raid. Um, they start, uh, you know. Oscar's like, oh shit! He wants to make a break for the. Uh, the He's got to go to the park. The park. He's got to punish her for leaving mm-hmm. with Tim. So they start to fight. Uh, she smashes a chair into him. 
Uh, and he, he does nothing. He, well, he breaks the futon and tries to make a little club out of it. Uh, and then she pulls a bookshelf down on him. And he does nothing. She pushes a TV into him. And that does that actually does nothing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like, it was on wheels. Yeah. Well, Don's like there wasn't that wasn't a heavy bookshelf. I don't think it would have hurt him. All that was kind of. And silly. I was like, well, the, the TV might. Cool, but the I don't think she wouldn't. had the strength to smash that chair on him. But that looked cool. Yeah. The rest of it, I'm just like, this isn't even like you know, WCW level. Yeah. Uh, this is bad. I was waiting for her to flip, flip him on the ground and spray paint. You know, on, NWO. Yeah, yeah, on the back. But she, so he climbs up to a second story, jumps out, and lands in the pool. Uh, Which would have been really nasty. Like, no one's keeping up at that pool. There's leaves in it, and it's like, oh, it's dirty. It's got but leaves. there's lights on, but and you can see the water is clear. The li- yeah, the water's clear as can be. That water would be green. That should have been yeah. Jennifer's and body. And there would have been some shit living in that <laughs> water. <laughs> the, when we, I saw how clean that was, all I could think about was, man, Jennifer's body had a better nasty pool than this fucking movie. Why are you bringing up that movie again? Because awesome. it made me think about it. Okay, well. Well, I think the house was really clean. If the house had been vacant for, like, yeah. years, it would have been a Jennifer's body Well, pool. I think they keep but it ready for rental. They have renters, and they keep it ready for renters. It makes sense that the pool is in, in disrepair and disgusting. I could have <laughs> used... Unless I you keep used, it out of the pools, they get nasty pretty quick. I, I could have used a five-second scene, Mom, I'm going to be staying at the house, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been That fun. was a little annoying the first time. I'm like, I don't understand exactly what's going on with And the house. keys were just under the mattress... Under the mattress. <laughs> under the mat. Bad, worst place ever to keep keys. Yeah. That is true, but a lot of people do it. And I think I will always have a way into my parents' house. With it. <laughs> That's why I have a cipher I will always lock on know them. the way in. E- right. Even if it wasn't a key under the mat, she would have known where a key was. Well, either way, he climbs out of the pool, and then it's a race to the park. Um, and they get there. Uh, she tries to fight him, but uh, this time he starts to really hit her, and he punches her in the face. And then the stomach, and she folds over. Then, um... And he's like, uh-huh. Then he smashes her in the face again, and she drops. Uh, and he tells her, hey, you can go home and do whatever you want, um, but every morning that you're not here, this will happen. And then he just starts stomping around, and, you know, they do a little cut sound-wise back and forth where every time he stomps, you hear all the Korean people that are dying. But they don't show it, which is No, they don't show it. Because he's finally got some people on the board, you know. He yeah. was losing the death toll. Which makes <laughs> it, people on the board. Which makes it kind of funny. Like, the childlike way he's stomping around, like kids stomping on ants or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very comical because you don't actually ever see any of right. the yeah. Korean people die. It, it did, uh, you know, it detaches it from you. Like, yeah. you didn't get to see her kill anybody. You don't see him kill anybody either, which is nice. You don't have to actually kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lays on the ground next to him just screaming and crying. You know, like like you do. Like someone who's actually taking a beating. I did appreciate this. Yeah. And she got what was coming to her because... I didn't think so. I well, did. Well, Gloria goes home. Uh, she looks at the map that shows a direct line from where she is to South Korea. Then she lays down in her deflated air mattress and rolls up like a burrito. She's kind of <laughs> giving up. <laughs> Which was hilarious. It made me really laugh. But then she gets an idea and rolls out, rolls back out really quickly and stares at the map again. And then she leaves town. Um, we presume with Tim, at least. I think that's what you're supposed to believe. We see Tim waiting. Yeah. But then she gets on a plane. Where's she going? Well, Oscar stumbles out of the bar drunk, waiting to destroy South Korea again. Uh, Gloria calls Tim, um, says, you know, he's really, she's really sorry she stood him up, and she's in South Korea. Awesome. <laughs> Tim tries to control her, you know, as pretty much everyone else does, but she tells him to piss off. Oscar stands at the edge waiting to step into the into the little park area. It's 
little park area that's wooded off or whatever. It's like a little teeny thing. <laughs> the jumping to Korea. Yeah. And then uh, he, he wants to step in and do his rampage. Gloria's moving through the crowded streets of South Korea. Oscar steps in, and then the robot appears, and people start screaming and running. I don't know why they're not used to this now, but... I don't know why they're still there. Yeah. I'd have beat well, you Well, they time. said that a lot of people evacuated, <laughs> but after that first incident where she fell. But then once people stopped dying and they wrote the note... Oh, yeah. People felt safe enough to come back. Like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. But the day <laughs> no, before... Somebody said we're going that. into Korea well, to see it. Yeah. And then you think, okay, so the monster is protecting us from the robot, which you which see a wrong. couple times. But that that's what the Koreans see. Yeah. But then yesterday, they saw the robot kick the shit out of the monster. That's true. So, yeah. I'm sorry we're going to Grandma's. <laughs> <laughs> Who or, lives anywhere but Korea? You know what? <laughs> It might be time to visit Japan. <laughs> India. I hear great things about China. I'm just saying. It's right there. Well, Gloria walks up to the robot, and uh, as the robot's cracking its knuckles, of course, the child falls on the ground and looks up screaming at the robot, and the robot's about to stomp him, stomp on it. But then there's a rumbling in where Oscar's neck of the woods, and uh, Gloria continues to move towards the robot. Oscar looks up and sees the, the giant beast above him and is scared to death. Uh, he starts to run, but she reaches down and grabs him uh, with, her, with her monster hand and lifts him up in the air. So uh, back in Korea, the giant robot is lifted up in the air, too. She kind of, you know, holds it tight. She's squeezing him. Not too bad. Um, which I'm kind of surprised she caught him because she can't. She can see the robot, but yeah. she doesn't know how close she is to the yeah. robot. Yeah. Without it's, it's snatching him up without actually hurting him. Yeah, we're gonna go. This is the point where you're like, oh bullshit. She roars yeah. in his face, and he's terrified, sobbing and begging for his life at first. But then finally, he says, "Put me down, you fucking bitch." And so she chucks him into I the stratosphere. I thought she was going to bite off his head. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it earlier, and I was like, well, but then he, she would taste him and, you know, all the grossness. Yeah, what that. would happen if she bit off his head? Would she, would she feel, feel it? it? Um, here's would my she question. taste it? How many people did she kill by throwing him? Well, no, the robot disappears. The robot disappears, but the physical person. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar I don't know. What Oscar lands Oscar. somewhere. Yeah. That is true. Oscar killed but some more people. he doesn't land in Way the middle of Seoul <laughs> like the robot would No. Have. <laughs> somewhere hey, in New every, Hampshire. Every death is a tragedy. Somebody's just driving along on the way to work yeah. here in Piedmont, um, North Dakota, wherever they are. <laughs> North North New Dakota. Hampshire. North Dakota. <laughs> she threw him pretty Although, far. Yeah, even less likely for anybody to get hurt by Oscar other than Oscar in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are in North Dakota driving. She threw him pretty far. Go with me on this. You're jamming out. You're you over probably here. probably didn't hit anybody in North Dakota. You're hit, and all of a sudden it hits you. Dun, dun, it's fun to stay at the YM. Oscar just hits you in your front windshield. But no, before that. Before that, you're like, I don't like this song, so you switch it, and right. it's Raining Man comes on. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oscar hits you, and you're like, oh, whoop, and there you go. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Gloria leaves. All the nearby police cheer and clap. The monster's gone. The robot's gone. And they sing ding dong. They dance and jump dead. up and down. Um, Joel watches the news, and uh, in the background of the reporter, he sees Gloria walk by. He kind of smiles and looks around. Nobody seems to notice but him. Gloria goes into a bar. The barkeeper comes up to her, speaking English, for some reason. That's what I said. As soon as I'm like, watch, I bet you they speak English yeah. in three, two, yep. And uh, she saw what happened to the robot, and uh, she's happy. She says, uh, and um, 
Gloria starts to cry. And Barky Brass. She did just murder okay? her buddy. And she says, Yes. Uh, would you like to hear an amazing story? And the barkeeper says, Of course. Do you want something to drink? And then Gloria sighs. Oh, and here's my thing. Want to drink again. She's going to tell this story, and that bartender's going to get pissed off because um, I didn't mean it, but yeah, I killed a couple hundred people yeah, in your city. Know. There's going to be some like, editing to that yeah. story. I feel like they should have just had her sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. And Can I go, get a cup of coffee? No, no. Yeah. Have her say, Do you want a drink? And have her go, Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But do you want to hear a weird story? Worst person to tell us to, well, not the worst, but anybody living in that city doesn't want to hear your story. She's still, They're yeah. not going to have any sympathy for you. You're killing She's people. She's still a mass murderer. Let's just be honest here. Or because she could have ordered an orange juice or a soda or something. Anything but a soda pop. Yeah. Or a cup like of coffee. I had a long coffee. night. I yeah. had coffee. a long night. Coffee. There you go. Well, it's the morning now. She's jet lagged like a motherfucker, I bet. <laughs> All right. And that's the movie. No. Oh. So... What'd you think? John. Whoa, I love going first. <laughs> All right, so my favorite character. I had a hard time here picking a favorite character. Let me tell you why. Because I didn't like any of the characters. A lot of scumbags in it? A lot, they were a lot of... Not like class acts. Not class acts, like in Desperado. A lot of real slime balls. <laughs> so I'm going with Joe. You know, the guy who wanted coffee? I'm going with Joe. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Is he a character? He's a... Close you have a minimum of a certain amount of lines you have to have. What, Carly once one? picked a dog. That's true. Carly picked a dog. I that pick- dog was a character. <laughs> I'm picking Joe. <laughs> because I can't pick anybody else because everybody else's movies is a, f- a fucktard. <laughs> My least favorite character is, is everybody else. <laughs> is Gloria. Because Gloria is a horrible person from the first scene of this movie to the last scene of this movie and takes no responsibility for being a fucktard. So fuck Gloria and anybody who looks like Gloria. Hey, no, not really. Like- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure Anne Hathaway's a lovely person, but her character in this sucks. My favorite scene is when they're in the diner, and he's like, I'm the robot, and she's the monster. (laughs) Oh, because... The lady's like, what? He's like, what? Like, see, they don't know. They don't care. We got dots in here. (laughs) No one cares. Uh, my favorite line, um, can you, you wrote it down there, so on page one. I want to read it. I want to read it. It's my favorite line, not your favorite line. Has a little thing next to it. Yep. This is this is his dark little secret, like a lower back tattoo. <laughs> when she finds the western half of the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, favorite line, and my favorite tertiary object is the projection TV. Yeah. <laughs> because Thought we had one of those, and Elaine broke it with the movie Phantoms. Was it big like that? Yeah. It was big like that. What do you mean she broke it with the movie Phantoms? I'd never seen the movie Phantoms before, and you always the hear. the bomb. I know. Okay. And but that's why I wanted to see it. Right. So we got so it was on TV, and I was like. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Mm-hmm. And I put it on, and about 10 minutes in, the TV screen goes black. Right. And I thought, oh, no, something happened to this channel. No, it's the TV. The TV was broken. That's the day the TV fucking died. So I've never watched that movie again because I think the Phantoms <laughs> killed my TV. John was real pissed because he's... Because I broke the TV, and I'm like, I didn't break the TV. I was just sitting there. I wasn't even touching it. Phantoms was on. So I ne- I've never seen more than the first oh. 10 minutes of Phantoms. Well, we have to do that movie. I like the movie. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to your house to watch it. <laughs> oh, shit. I haven't tried to watch we it since I saw it in the theater, so really. <laughs> it may be. Well, may- pick whichever one you like the least, and then you can get a new one. Lane. Okay. Oh, wait, I didn't get the yay day maybe. Oh, yet. I thought you did. Well, we no. I thought you already answer. made it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll may bay it. No, I went to my favorite tertiary object and you asked about the TV and Elaine told the story. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. okay. Sorry. so sorry. yay, nay, may well, bay, final thoughts? The Phantoms thing and I, oh, I'm going to nay this movie because it was just, 
like if there's no characters that you like, there's no way you could like the movie. Like the story, actually, the story wasn't bad. They didn't work out the details. Like they did a lot of broad strokes and didn't work any fine details, which make a movie good. They didn't do any of that. So like, um, how did they become monsters? Di uh, some diorama. Okay, great. We'll go with that. Um, so we have this guy, Oscar, who shows great character development. Like he goes from this really nice person does a weird thing. He's really nice to her really quick. Too much for me. A little creepy. Then becomes total dick. I'm like, okay, why? She slept with his friend. He wouldn't be that mad about it, would he? Was he in love with her? Oh, no. He just hates her. Eh, not enough for me. They didn't do enough. They, did, they yeah. didn't work it out. Okay. Now you can go. I know Tony has thoughts about that, but he's going to share it when it's his turn. <laughs> is it my turn? Yes. Okay, so my favorite character is Oscar. Um, <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> okay. He was my favorite character in the beginning, and then he turned out to be a crazy asshole, and I was like, oh, man, I hate him now. And then I was like, oh, my God, Jason Sudeikis is wonderful. He's really good. He this. really is. He's so good in this. He's, like, so menacing and creepy, and he was also so nice and sweet. Mm -hmm. at the be Like, I'm like, I, I got to pick him. <laughs> and I was like, when she slapped him, when he hadn't really done anything majorly wrong yet, I was like, bitch, you just can't do... And he just walked away in all calm and didn't hit her back like you think a crazy person is going to react. Like, I just feel like he did such a good job that I have to pick him because it's a great character. He did it so good. And he played his crazy character better than she played hers. And I don't think she's a bad actress. No. But, like, some of the emotional moments, I bought his emotion the whole time. When he was mad, he was mad. When he was crazy, he was crazy. When he was being friendly, he was friendly. Like, I didn't always buy her emotions, and it didn't always make sense. And you got to think they had the same material, so his character seemed so much more alive than hers. So I still pick Oscar. My least favorite character is Tim. I think Tim was a piece of crap. <laughs> and uh, I think he's part of the reason she was such a drunk fuck-up. So um, I just didn't like Tim. Um, yeah, my favorite scene is when she shows the boys that she's the monster with Oscar's dance. <laughs> I just thought it was like, this is the thing. Like, she's got to tell somebody, mm -hmm. but she's still being a drunk fuck up. So she's got to show them in the funniest way possible. And it was funny. And like, they start freaking out because she's the monster and she's still just laughing and dancing and, and then like, they start attacking her. And they start attacking her, and she's like, oh! And it's just like, and they're like, oh my god, it's serious, it's serious, get out of there. And she just, like, I just liked that part. Thought it was good. My favorite tertiary object is the luggage that Tim packed her clothes <laughs> in. Nice. <laughs> I like how he said, you can keep the luggage, it's the cheap stuff. <laughs> oh. Dude, and just, um, you keep the cases. Yeah. My favorite line is when she finds him sitting in her house in the dark. And she says to him, you've lost your mind. You know that, right? And he says, what matters now is you don't lose yours. <laughs> and it was just, just so good. Um, I'm going to give this movie a maybay. There, I had a lot of problems with it. Some of the writing doesn't make sense to me. Like, he doesn't, like, the thing is he's supposed to just hate her because he's jealous of her. But at the same time, he gets so mad when he finds out she slept with Joel. Like, it doesn't jive and it doesn't make sense why, to me, why he hates her. So, and I just think she makes him crazier by reacting wrong. Like, so it, there's some problems with it, but his performance is so good. And it is interesting. 
Like, I was intrigued the whole time about every... And I was involved in every scene. And, like, when he calls Garth the junkie, I was like, oh, no, Garth. (laughs) I was really upset. I think the reason why he was pissed that she slept with Joel wasn't because she slept with Joel. It was because he owns Joel. And if she starts sleeping with Joel, then maybe he won't own Joel anymore. He's like, know. no, that's mine. Yeah. You, I own both of you, and you don't get to do that. It's my Joel. You don't touch it my just, Joel. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. I really, that's but what I thought. I that's get mine. Go. That's my toy. Maybe. I think it's, you don't play with it. I think maybe you if it intrigues you, you should give it a watch. <laughs> cool. All right. Carlito's Way. Hi. Carlito's Way. <laughs> That's a good movie. We should do that, but it's not on the uh, I was gonna say that's My not. favorite character is Gloria. <laughs> I knew you guys were not going to like it. <laughs> I don't agree with you that she doesn't take responsibility. By the end of the movie, she has taken responsibility. She has turned her whole self around, and she says, I have to put a stop to this that isn't going to keep me in this cycle, and I have to do something. And she does. She stopped drinking. She figures a way to to help the people and she takes responsibility for the fact that she did all this shit and i saw her grow as a character and i like when she was in the park and she lifted her arm and then she went and watched it on the tv i didn't have any problem believing that she was freaked out and (laughs) and that she i saw her completely change as a character from the beginning of the movie to the I end think of the movie. Changed. I just didn't like the way her, the choices she was making even okay. after she changed. Well, also, I identify with her opinion. because I have been living below my potential for my entire adult life and I get a lot of shit from all the people who have enabled me to remain in my shit job for 10 years wait, and wait, who constantly did, tell me that I'm too good for this and I need to get out of this. Did you ever kill anybody in Korea? No. Oh, then you're fine. However, she did <laughs> not intentionally yes. kill anybody at any point. <laughs> she didn't intentionally kill them? No. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, Eve. Who's your character? She did intentionally kill one person. But uh, that is true. And end. that guy in Piedmont, North Dakota. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Also, also, she I really did like intentionally Garth. kill one person. I, I liked Garth's character. Garth? Oh, he was like, <laughs> he was the drunk fuck up at the bar who said, no, you don't own me, and I don't have to put up with this anymore, and he left. And he's got, you got a point. <laughs> All right, movie, she's only got her favorite character. <laughs> My... <laughs> My least favorite character is Oscar, because if you pay attention to the dialogue throughout the movie, even when he's being nice, everything he says is not nice. Like, he's an asshole the whole movie. Even when, other than at the very beginning when he sees her and he takes her to the bar, like, the, the very first time when he's like, hey, you want to hang out? But the whole movie... He's an asshole. And he's... People don't maybe realize it or they think he's just fucking around. But he's not nice to anybody in this movie at all the whole time. Um, And I do think that he likes to control all the people in his life. And that's why he was mad that Joel um, did something he didn't want him to do. And maybe she, if she used her sexy parts would start controlling her Joel. sexy parts oh you you can't pretend like you haven't had a friend who wasn't getting laid and some chick comes along and now she's in charge of his life yeah. <laughs> I don't. she used her assets <laughs> <if you will. laughs> 
And I, I think, think he was like, no, that's my toy, and you don't get to play with it. Okay. And uh, I, my favorite line was when they were at the diner, and he said, I'm the robot, she's the Wasn't monster. that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember whatever it done is my favorite scene. Well, you should, you know, make something up, like uh. the credits. <laughs> the credits is good. Go with the credits. I will not go with the credits. I think one of the problems I have with the ending is she kills... She feels bad about all the people people in Korea she kills. But, like, when she's crying, I feel like it's because she's sad she had to kill Oscar. But then she says, oh, no, I'm happy. Like, just let the character be sad she had to murder this person to save all these people. Well, okay. she's also free now. I know. All the people yeah. trying to control right. her. Still, so I thought yeah, it was weird. So she's been being controlled for a long time, and now she's stood up and said, no, none right. of you guys control me anymore. Carlito's way, what you got there? My favorite scene was Benny at the, the end Bronx? when she was in Seoul, and she... Because I didn't really see that coming, and I didn't know it was going to work. That she was going to be out there, work either. and then the monster would appear <laughs> there, and it really was like, whoa, that that came out of nowhere. Like yeah, she pinpointed yeah, the work. exact point she needed to be in Seoul to appear on the map, yeah. and and honestly, when she was making all those maps earlier. I thought she was making maps to try to figure out like where the streets were and not the buildings, so she would be able to, if she walked through, make sure she wasn't crushing all the buildings and Boy, trying to be the Stay safest. Stay off the playground. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my favorite tertiary object was the air mattress. That was my second. <laughs> I loved the air mattress, how she passed out when she first was trying to open it. Those things are heavier than you think. When she heavy. wrapped up like a burrito, then, that was yeah, hilarious. And then she woke up and it was deflated. And then she, she wrapped her herself boob? up. She's uh, like holding her boob. like, would that hurt? And I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you lay on your ding-dong wrong, does it not hurt? <laughs> no, it feels good. It feels great. <laughs> A couple of times she was, would wake Kelly up and she'd be like, my one. neck, my neck. And I thought we were going to get some scenes of them, like, shooting missiles at her neck. Like, I thought it was going to be related <laughs> to the monster, but it wasn't. Nice. Yeah, I love a lot of missed opportunities. I yay, like nay. this movie. I'm going to yay it. You're going to yay it. Wow. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So we have a yay, nay, and a maybe. Tony's going to have to break the tie. Mm. See how he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> so my favorite character, I liked Gloria. Yeah, really? As a character, yeah. God! Least favorite character, Oscar. But it's it's one of those things where it's like... I liked the stuff that Gloria... I liked some of the things Gloria did. I hated the things that Oscar did. But as far as performance, it's flipped. You know, Hathaway yeah, didn't so really... Good. She was okay. But Sudeikis was amazing in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, favorite line? Honestly, the dialogue in this movie, there really to me, there really wasn't anything that stuck out. I mean, there's a couple of scenes you guys have called out, but none of the, none of the dialogue in this... There's definitely no warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Which had amazing dialogue. Uh, yeah. Favorite scene uh, was when she when she walks up to the big robot in South Korea, and you're like, "Oh shit!" You know, is this gonna work? I thought that was pretty cool. And then she, you know, fucks it up. Favorite Trisha object is the firecracker. That's a good one. So, my words on this is I really like this movie. I think it's a, I like it. It's an original concept. It's weird. It comes off as a, like a different film. Uh, you go in and thinking it's a monster movie. And uh, it's more of a relationship movie. Um, like I said, I enjoyed Sudeikis. I thought he was really cool, and I like watching it. And it's interesting to watch it again, to watch his motives, because he's all about controlling. He's like, hey, let me get this for you. Hey, let me get that for you. Let me get this for you until you, you kind of owe him so much. Hey, let, let me give you a job. You know, and all this stuff is just kind of building this whole control web that he does. Probably did Joel, probably did to uh, 
uh, what's Garth. his name too? Garth too. We don't know. And Wayne. Well, Garth, th- when he's talking to him about how he's a druggie, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Look, I've been on your side for years. I've been arguing for you yeah. against all the people who've been calling you a junkie for years." So he did. He did the same thing to Garth. But they could have done it, you know, it could have been, they could have made it into like a rape movie where he was trying to sleep with her. They didn't do that. They could have had the thing, Joel could have been the big boyfriend and fighter, fight uh, Oscar. They didn't do that, you know, and I thought that was pretty neat that they didn't take any of the easy tropes out of it. But um, I think the movie kind of ends up, ends up kind of falling short because uh, it's a mixed genre and those are tough. So it's like, you know, you got a monster movie and you got a relationship movie. People, Those usually don't go together. People that want to see a monster movie don't want to see a relationship movie, and people that want to see a relationship movie don't want to see a monster movie normally. So it, I don't think it meshed well. But I thought it was a real concept. I liked it, and I yay it. You know. So here's my question, was, though. Okay. But know that you know when you so, get into it, it's a little. So weird. it didn't make an, a lot of money, and it got sued for being a lot like Godzilla. So wow, this well, is a real bit tempted to be sued. Well, <laughs> I really think it's a little bit of a black comedy because it's. I mean, there is a lot of. Funny. I think you mean dark comedy. Well, that's what black comedy John doesn't see color. No. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> a dark... That's... No. Okay. Never, well, a dark comedy, there yes, but the the name of that genre is... No. It is. No. <laughs> Either way, what do you got? That it's just a little bit of that dark comedy, and there's a lot of dark Didn't humor kind of sprinkled already? in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I think it's... It it has it does have a weird mixed tone, but I don't know. It's it's a maybe for me. Still, I don't know. It's Carly, weird. <laughs> weird. all right. So please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs and on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com and please subscribe, rate, and review. Listen to all our previous episodes. So you get all the callbacks and all the jokes. All the tallywhackers. <laughs> and also, tell two friends and have them tell two friends. And next time. On the podcast. Is Elaine's pick. No, it's not. No. I mean, John's pick. No, it's not. No. I mean, Carly's pick. Jesus. Who's it? Carly. Carly's pick. Oh, goodness. Who goes after you? I don't know. 75 Carly. episodes in. Carly goes after you. It's drama and romance. Uh-huh. Let's let's see what gem Carly has reached down I deep for. Well, I took Colossal from her, so. A yeah, movie so. I watched recently with Tony. Mm-hmm. Oh, Interesting. We can't that do that on the podcast. That's... It has Julia <laughs> oh, Louis-Dreyfus oh. and James Gandolfini. Ooh, is it's it? called Enough Said. Enough Said mm-hmm. with James Gandolfini. Yeah. Tony Soprano mm-hmm. himself. I think it's... It's either a Netflix original movie or it's an Amazon movie. It's it. I watch it. It's free. Is on that one, one of the ones he did right before he died? It would have to be. So. He's been dead a while. So. Um, well, just because it, it could have been something he did before he was in The Sopranos. Like he wasn't. It working came out after. in 2013. So, <laughs> so right before, it, probably the last thing he did. I wonder. Uh, no, the last thing he did was some movie with Dave Bautista. I think. Really? Yeah. Was Dave Bautista in Enough Said? No. I don't, no. I don't think so. I don't know. I've never seen this. He sticks out in the movie. Unless he was doing that where he stands so still you can't see him. Infinity Wars. All right. Well, I don't have a song, so we're just going to sing. Oh, okay. we don't have a song? Oh. Well, yeah, speaking of songs, that song from Infinity Wars when the uh, Guardians first appear, I keep hearing it on the radio. Because they've been playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sweet. Every time it comes on, my head is bopping. I'm going. It's fantastic. Nice. Well, well 
That's it. No music. Do nah, you still have outro music. music saved on there from when we used to do that? No, I deleted it. Um, <laughs> let, we can sing it. No, wait, no, no. Shh, shh, stop, stop. I have something. Right, no, this, this is really important. No, everybody, shut your face. Come on, shh, put it on put, it, put it on receive for a second. I have something really important to say. Ready? Everybody, if it's one thing you ever hear, this is the most important stuff you hear in your life. Ready? 